All right. Hey, y'all. And welcome to the Chrysalis Podcast, episode five. We have Brendan Kyrie here with us. Brendan Michael Kyrie Piper Webster, (laughs) 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 a.k.a. Brendan Piper, uh, with us here today to discuss the importance of black women in our community. Uh, We just want to give a little space to our sisters, um, sisters and non-sisters, if you feel me. Um, for always giving back, always, always, always black women are so giving. Um, so yeah, we're going to get started first. We're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about Brendan's background and, um, his upbringing and how that has affected his view of his black manhood. Uh, we're going to talk about mother figures in the black community, the aunties, the sisters that like are your cousins, but not really your cousins. They're just your neighbors and your friends and stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about, um, A.K. Payne and um, her new play, Burn Baby Burn, An American Dream. Um, there was a, you said it was an experimental reading, but um, uh-huh. yeah, we're going dis- to yes, discuss that uh, briefly, um, a little bit of the idea of men taking space from women. Um, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about my auntie figure in my life. Um, so let's get started. <laughs> Um, I really appreciate you having me on. Uh, first of all, thank you so much. Of course, Brendan. Brendan is my um, best friend, you guys. For people who don't know, like, this is my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, literally. Um, I will be giving my praise to you later on. You already get the bullet point about the, the cousins that ain't really your cousins. That's, that's (laughs) down the pipeline. But, um, yeah. Hi, everybody. My name is Brendan. Um, I am a biracial son, uh, I'm a, a black father and a white mother, and when Finis, uh, you know, started the chrysalis and, and was talking about, um, you know, wanting people to join in on episodes, I immediately knew, immediately knew what I wanted to talk about, um, because I, I love being biracial, and, and I love my white family, and I love my white side, but, um, you know, throughout my entire life, I've just always wanted to give back and give more to the black side of my family, and um, I knew that the topic that I wanted to hit was the importance of black women in my life because I have a white mother. Um, And basically, uh, my father has two sisters, so I have two real aunties, (laughs) Uh, Auntie Auntie Tanya and Auntie Hazel, Um, and then my grandmother, his mother, uh, Grandma B, um, Miss Bernadette Webster, is uh, just such a light in my life, and and these are women that I, as a child, didn't get to see very often. And, and growing up, my experiences of love were um, centered around time and the amount of contact that you had with one another. Um, so it would, it would honestly it, it baffle me um, when I would be seven or eight years old and go and see Grandma B for the first time in maybe six months or maybe nine months or something like that. And she would embrace me and love me as if I had seen her every day and, and I was her own, because I was her own. And so trying to be a young child putting that together, it was um, it was such a blast for me to grow up um, and, and see that, you know, that love that she was giving me, it, it, it was all real, it was all, it, it wasn't make-believe, it wasn't in my head my worst fear of she's just putting this on because I'm back and she has to. Oh, um, and, Brandon. Know, it, was, it was legitimate. And, um, you know, I think that 
it's 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 a it's a strong testament to black women that you know they can see a, a son, a nephew, a grandson, um, and have the the patience to let them be themselves and and, and live their life because they let me you know go to university far away from there. Like my father went to school ten minutes away from there. Yeah, but I, I you know they knew that. Uh, I wanted to, you know, spread my wings and fly out and, and get away from home and see what I could do in this world, and and they gave me the space to do that. Um, and I just think it's incredible that black women, especially in my family, have such a loving ability to to love you from afar. Mm. You know, there's there's no there's no doubt in my mind. There's no instance or, or time where I feel like you know Hazel or Tanya or Grandma B aren't in my corner. Um, I mean, they came up to my graduation, and and I had literally my whole white family and my whole black family together for the first time since my baptism. Oh my God! Since my, since my baptism, you know, I, I got a picture with with everybody, uh, and and that is something special. And I think that's a testament to, like, in my head, like in my conscience. Of course, my white family would come. They they been coming to everything because I was raised by my single white mother. Yeah. Um, but my father is still an influence in my life. He's still in my life, and he's definitely still impactful, as well as his family. So for them to come up as well is, is special because they want to come to these things. You know, they, they want to be a part of it. And I, I think sometimes just because uh, time and, and contact can, is, can be a, a muddied form of love and expression. You know, there's, Denise and I talk a lot about the, the love languages. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and for me, one of my love languages is just touch and, and, and care. I don't you know, need to see you all the time as long as I know you're still there and, and I know you still care. And that is definitely um, something that I receive constantly from the black women in my family. That's beautiful. I'm sure, I'm sure you do as well, Denise. I'm, I'm sure you do as well. Yeah, yeah. And um, I actually was talking with my roommate last night about the sort of conflict that a lot of young black people have of especially if you've moved away from home trying to make a better life for yourself of feeling like you've deserted your family um and feeling like you've left them behind and feeling like you don't deserve what you have because they can't have what you have right now um and you know even though I've felt that I've also still had so much support from my grandma my mother and my other grandma all my beautiful friends, like, oh my God, like so much support because they know my heart and they know that I'm destined for great things and they always support me in that. And I really, really, really appreciate that, <laughs> you know, to to my core. Um, but yeah, I <laughs> and it's funny because I <laughs> my friends back in DC, Hope, Gina, Tatiana, Tina, <laughs> my girls, um, they always joke around and talk about how I'm the auntie because <laughs> I'm always taking care of somebody. I'm always in somebody's business. I'm always making sure everybody's OK, like trying my best to, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's funny because I'm an auntie to them, I guess. And sometimes I'd be forgetting because I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm just out here living. I'd be forgetting to have an impact on people sometimes and and that's another reason why I'm doing this space to do it with intention, you know? Um, right. so I'm so like, I, knowing that you're the auntie of the friend group, that's a good feeling. 
I absolutely hear that because I mean, as as a as a young high schooler, I mean, even even back then in, in Northern Virginia, where I'm from, I was the the, the dad of the Frank group. <laughs> we were trying to make sure that everybody was in line, that we weren't being too loud, that we weren't going to get busted, you know, like all the different things of like care that, uh, you know, you kind of need in, in those settings when you get around your friends and y'all can get wild, you know, it's cool, but just under control, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. like that, that comes from, that care comes from uh, the women in my life. Um, and I think, you know, as a man and, and, and more importantly as a black man, um, especially in this country, there's, um, I think there's ample opportunity for us to grow our hearts and our compassion and love because um, I think you know, everybody's aware of the stereotypes and the tropes of, of, of black masculinity and, and you know how toxic it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I hope and, and what I want and what I hope for with this podcast, people can understand is that while that trope is there, I want the new stereotype, the new trope to be black men caring, black men, you know, being there yeah. to deep space for their, for their women and, and black men, you know, to be there to um, help each other. Like, Amen. Stop all this hyper masculinity. Black yeah. boy joy is alive and well, y'all. It's yeah. okay to hug your brother. It's okay to tell your brother you love them, and we need to stop judging black men for doing that. That's right. That's right. I mean, I'll be telling, <laughs> I'm going to tell Andre and Nigel about this as soon as it hits the web and, and they'll hear this. You know, I, I try my best to let them know. And I have been trying to sh- shoot for the past two, three years, honestly, since I've met you and Darian for these. I've been trying to tell them, you know, hey, yo, I love you. Like, that's beautiful. Uh, even if we're, you know, sitting in the backseat of an Uber one night, you know, <laughs> I told, I leaned over and told them, I was like, hey, man, you know, I don't. I really don't be telling you this often, but just in case, you know, we don't know what this world brings. We don't know what this world has for us. Yeah. Um, like in, in store, and I don't know where you're going to end up, and I don't know where I'm going to go, but dang, man, for right now, while we're right here in this present moment, like, it's important to me that you know that I love you, and there's nothing wrong with saying I love you to a platonic black male friend. Yeah. Amen. So we can move on to AK Payne real quickly. Um, And so, yeah, did you want to talk about your experience last night? Yes, yes, that would be wonderful. So last night I did a stage reading at uh, the Momentum Festival for City Theater in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And it was the first reading of their series. And AK Payne is this... Oh my goodness, this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um, black female writer from from Homewood, from from Pittsburgh oh, herself. Yes. And, and and this 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 sister right here is like you're gonna hear August Wilson's work and then you're gonna hear AK Payne. Like she, like, in terms mm. of like Pittsburgh black writers, like you know, we've got Pittsburgh black male influences. Yeah, and no one ever talks about the the black Norman. female writers in Pittsburgh. So and yeah, that's really important. Pittsburgh are here, and and AJ Payne is she's she's not coming. She's not on the rock. No, she is here, and um, that is a huge focal point of her story. Um, that's beautiful. Uh, Baby burned an American dream. It's all about black women reclaiming and claiming their space and I couldn't tell you how many times in the show 
guy who was the, uh, I guess, sub-antagonist because it's about Sky 2, Sky the Second, mm-hmm. and her journey moving forward with having her grandmother's name, but never even hearing her grandmother's voice. Right. And how she has to navigate the world trying to break, it, trying to break the cycle when she needs to go out herself, Sky the Second, and do the research on what the cycle even is in the first place. Because in the community, there's so many unsaid things and uh, said things that are, you know, you may be in denial. Yes, the truth. there's a lot of denial. Yeah, Sky the Second is going on this search for the truth because um, she needs to know how to break the cycle for herself and so it was just all about black women and I had the, the absolute pleasure to be involved in and I played Will Sky's um, Sky the grandmother's husband and and, and baby daddy that's really awesome. <laughs> baby daddy Brenton yeah he just I mean by the end his character arc is just you know he starts out they get pregnant together and he's like alright let's have it I got dreams and we're gonna go to California and we're gonna live this life and it's gonna be amazing and I mean he just ends up slinging and pushes out you know takes all room in California from Sky because all he does is come home put money on the table and leave mm. he, he's not there for his son and when he is there for his son He's passing down some toxicity. Yes. You don't walk like oh this. my god. You don't get, you're gonna look like a woman. Oh my head don't, hurts. Don't be crying right there. You know, and like, yeah. well, I obviously like man, that's that's not me. Like, but yeah. it's you know my job when I see that on the on the page on the text to to bring that out and have people understand that. Oh, like wow, yeah, he's acting, but like that's very much a reality audio. for a lot that's of people, y'all. Yeah. A lot of that's young black boys. And that's why uh-huh. I chose to mention. That's why. And let's just disclaim this real quick. This episode is dedicated to black women. The reason I have a, a black man on here is because we need space, <laughs> more space for black men to love black women out loud without uh-huh. consequences and circumstances um, uh, that we make for each other. So uh, I just wanted to give that opportunity for like a black man to show his vulnerability and just express his gratitude because we need, we need to be thanked out loud. We need to be paid. Um, I will be including all Venmos for all black women mentioned in the description. Um, so yeah, just, just by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, that's, I mean, you summed it up right there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm here to, and, and, and that's, I think, the beautiful thing that, that art provides, but uh, like like something like this podcast or something like the reading by A.K. Payne, and even, you know, it's in real life as well, is, you know, because now, can we transition to talking about, like, the, the cousins that are not your cousins? Cause Dad, oh, Jared, absolutely. And, and Maya, my, Shanice, I remember we were sitting together one time in your room back uh, on Niagara. Like mm-hmm. Here go this room again, y'all. Uh, that's, that's really where it all started. And yeah. I was sitting with you and Daria, and it was a sunny day. I thought it was beautiful. And I don't know what we were talking about in particular, but I was kind of down on myself about it. And you said, B, no, 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 no. Don't think like that. We need you. We mm-hmm. need you right now. Oh, you know what I think it was? I think I was like doing my Obama impersonation. And like, <laughs> like, nah, nah, I gotta stop, I gotta stop, I gotta stop. And you were like, no, 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 like we need you. And it was something about like 
that just just clicked. It wasn't you need me to be a man and make all the decisions and influence <laughs> in your life and you know do it. no no like that wasn't what I got. It was you understand the role that I can play. Yes. And in that moment, I understood my role of being a black man, being here for black women and black people. Yeah. And so, like, oh, Brandon, I didn't know it, that. Yeah, no, it was, it was like, it was like, you know how, um, I think couples do this thing. I mean, at least white couples. I, I, I do this. <laughs> like, when did you, when did you know you were going to marry me? Okay, when did you, yes. when did you exactly know? Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> and if you can answer it, that's good. And if you can't, if you can't answer it, then I don't know what that means. Right. I'm not married. For real? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but for me, oh, in that shit. moment, that is my moment. If you were to ask me when I understood what it meant for me to be a black man on the full scope because I'm going to take 10 seconds to acknowledge the fact that my black father has done all that he can to raise me in a way that is positive. My father is not a toxic father at all. Yeah. I just want to put that out there in the world as well. Robert Edward Webster III is, he is the most loving man that I know. Like, I don't think I love the amount that he loves. Like, because he loves everybody, like, to the fullest of extent. This man is a Leo and can rock with anybody but anyway the point is like I found out how to be a black man on the fullest scale because I had the influence of being raised from my black father and then combine that with the the aunties and the and the, and mm-hmm. the sisters and Shanice and Daria was on a prior episode and and Maya Boyd who was a, a literally a princess she's a, she's a literal a literal royal, princess like, y'all like royal, her lineage, um, lineage <laughs> yes so like combine that with with y'all if I can literally tell you I knew when I discovered my black masculinity. And that was why I wanted to, you know, talk to you about this episode because it was it was through you and your help and, and the help of other black women like yourself. Um so, Thank, yeah, you, that's, that's, Thank you, child. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna take a moment Thank to you. talk about my auntie and um my aunt Lisa growing up she's passed so rest in peace um but growing up you know my mom and my dad were separated um so I would see him on the weekends but most of the time when I was at his house on the weekends I wasn't with him because again sometimes um this goes into how black men are raised and how we make excuses for them constantly so they don't ever have to check in and take responsibility but my dad would always make excuses for why we weren't spending time together and he would never take initiative. Like he did his best, I suppose. But like, sometimes he just didn't have the gusto to like, be like, Hey babe, let's go do this. Let's go do something fun. Like it was always my aunt who was taking the initiative. You know what I'm saying? So through that, like I would be spending a lot of my time that was hashed out for my dad with my aunt. And I was happy as hell because I'm like, look, I'm just living. I'm going to museums. I'm going to the mall. I'm going here. I'm going there. Like, my aunt showed me so much at, like, such a young age. And my favorite thing about her, one of my favorite things, because there's so many favorite things, was that whenever we would go out to a museum, every fucking plaque we passed, we had to read. (laughs) 
And like I used to hate it. I used to hate it. And um But that's special. Yeah, because I'm like she's letting us we're taking advantage of this this knowledge that's around us. Knowledge is power. Uh, Like she's just trying uh, to give us power. That's it. That's it. And so reason they kept us illiterate. Yeah. So she I don't know. She just there was a lot of things that she did for me that helped me come closer to who I was as a girl. It helped me find my black girlhood. And just like you said, black masculinity looks black different for every black man. You know what I mean? Black masculinity can look like so many things, but I love that you said that was the moment that you found your black masculinity. Thanks to black women. Um, and another thank you goes out to Nyla Adele. Um, I'll tag her. Nyla is an advocate for black people specifically especially queer trans people of color um uh yeah and she just does so much giving constantly that that is one of the most selfish people i've ever met and coming to new york city i met her through a group called the butc the black undergraduate theater collective isis isis bruna is like the founder of it so it's it's copyrighted so you cannot take that from her but um that's how i met nyla and when i finally got to new york city nyla was the first person that took time out of her day to come over to my house and make me dinner (laughs) and like we spent the night and we got to know each other a little bit and you know nyla has been so patient with my aquarius ass because i don't always be reaching out you know what i'm saying and especially when i'm getting to know people i'm very guarded um so she's been so patient She's been so helpful in terms of getting me uh, educated just through her posts alone. Um, So I'm going to put her Venmo in the description. Please Venmo her if you have some change to spare because she's done too much and continues to do a lot. Um, She also does work with the Okra Project um, in the excuse me. I want to make sure I say this right there's a fund that is also attached to the Okra project. It's called Black Trans Solidarity Fund. And their goal was to raise $6,000 in six days. What they do is they bring food to trans um, trans youth, uh, homeless especially, uh, cooked by trans chefs. And they pay for everything. So they bring free, free meals to the community and make sure people are fed. Um, so if you have some time, please donate to them. I'll put all those links in the description. Okay. Um, and also y'all, we do have a audience question today, but I'll save that for the end. Um, but yeah, Brenson, did you have anything else that you wanted to touch on? And, Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm just going through my head. I mean, we had the chance to thank you personally, um, for having me on and thank you on a whole for, you know, helping me find my moment of of black masculinity because, you know, um, that was like what I told you I wanted to talk about and, uh, AK Payne and and having the chance to, to talk about her work because I think it's important that, you know, we talk about these things now. We get these things out now. Amen. Has has been around. Like you can find her on YouTube, and and her works are are going to be out there. Like in in the internet, you know, in the stratus, you know, you're gonna know her name eventually. So yeah, having this kind of fresh time, this fresh discussion, um, to you know support at the end of the day, I think that's probably. Um, where I'll leave it for myself um, on the episode is just the importance of support in a community because I've had support from my 
my black family, like my blood. Yeah. Literally, they support me in my acting. They are so excited to hear about my acting. I don't have to be ashamed. Or uh, that's that's my thing. Like I, I really haven't felt shame from my family, and I think it is a thing out there that families can, whether they know it or not put shame on a child yes. for, for something yes. that that child literally has to do. They're not gonna do nothing else. Yeah. Because then you're you're taking that that child's spirit away. Amen. You know? Like I think people forget that like spirits are a thing and like energy is a thing and we operate so much on this tangible level of our bodies and, and, and what's in the world around us and what's material Ooh. I know I'm a Taurus like I, I like my material thing <laughs> but, but like at the end of the day like and this is another thing that you gave me as well it's important to just recheck with your spirit and recheck with your energy and a great way to help your spirit is through support like mm. that black undergraduate theater collective you mentioned when I got on that and I saw all those beautiful black and brown people on there doing their thing like you can follow each other mm-hmm. on social media I've never met this man but I know his name Javon Watlington doing his thing up there in New York and yes. success I'm like bro like congratulations like do your thing up there I see you and when mm-hmm. I have my success he's out here like bro let's go like let's get it we're booked like it's it's about support yeah you know and and, and people I don't know how people don't want to sit in that because there's such joy and happiness and love there and Amen. nobody is going to support you better than black women Oh, say it again. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. Nobody is going to support you better than black women. Amen. Because that's one of the commandments. Literally. But yeah, like example after example. You see the video of the the, the black woman uh, like nail driver. Yes. Was playing basketball basketball in the yard. Oh my and god. Like, and she was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> and he got hyped. You know, I know. Outside, you or know? that little that little meme of Oprah where it's like when a black woman call you baby and it's like she is the mother I never had she's the sister I've always wanted I'm like yes 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 <laughs> but I in the, in addition to that spirit of I just feel like this moment not only is a celebration of black women a celebration of black men loving black women but it's also just emphasis on black love platonic and otherwise because black love comes in so many forms it really does you don't it doesn't always have to be romantic to be (laughs) valuable you know what i'm saying brendan is one of the most important people in my life and it's platonic and that's beautiful like you can have soulmates that are your friends i promise (laughs) every relationship you have in your life serves serves its purpose you know what i'm saying they can't Absolutely. give you everything. You have to have other people in your life that give you those things. Um, Absolutely. But with Amen. that said, I'm glad that you mentioned spirituality because our question today is about spirituality. Uh huh. We got my girl Alice. <laughs> my girl Alice. I know her through um, my best friend Tassiana. Uh, she went to school with them, and she's up in New York right now. She's doing pre med. Um, but you can follow her on Instagram. I'll put her uh, her link in the uh, description, obviously. But zhou dot Alice, okay, at zhou dot Alice. Also Nyla at Nyla the Musical. Um, okay, so 
Alice says, ah, I've listened to your podcast and I love how you touch on spirituality in a very real way without being too woo woo. (laughs) Butterfly emoji, y'all. I was wondering about things you do to stay grounded and to feel that sense of embodied spirituality that still feels very you. It's something I've been struggling with. I'm currently doing yoga, teacher training, and applying to go to med school. And the two identities seem like such different headspaces. Um, okay. Wow. What a question. She said, woo, woo. What a question. I know. That is, that is fantastic. <laughs> okay. I'm this is, yeah, this is an shoot. awesome question. She said, woo, woo. I was dead. Woo, <laughs> 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 woo. But, um, quite frankly, all I can say really is that I I treat spirituality as an individual experience. Like to me, even religion should be an individual experience. That's why I don't really I don't jive with organized religion like that because I'm it's just too restrictive. It's too pigeonholed. It's too judgmental. There's too much shame involved. Like that don't seem right. If God loves everybody, why is he shaming people? You know what I'm saying? Why is she, excuse me, they? Why are they shaming people? Um if we're made in their image, why do we have to keep being judged for how we want our bodies to look or how we want to feel or how we want to express ourselves? You know, it just doesn't all, it doesn't add up. There's too many contradictions. So what I do is the things that speak to me, I take those and I, I, I make them my own. Um, I, my dad once told me that he believes in God, but he believes that we're all cells in God's body. We each have a job to do. And we're all a part of the system. You know what I'm saying? And everything is connected. And in a way, I do believe that. Um, I believe, I do believe that the planets have an effect on what we do. I mean, how can they not? It just doesn't make sense. Why? It, they affect everything else. We're 70% water. Why wouldn't the moon affect us? They affect the tides. It just doesn't make sense, you know? Um, I mean, we come from the earth. We are of the earth. All of the minerals in our body can be found here in the ground in like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's all, it's all full circle to me. And I just try and treat everything with care. Like for example, um, something that I do, uh, is I told Daria, I was like, look, when I'm moving through life, I like to treat life as like a novel. So let's say you're in your AP lit class and your teacher is asking you to break down the symbols in a novel and it's like, oh, the butterfly means that so-and-so, and it foreshadowed this, I take that shit seriously in my day-to-day. You know what I mean? Because art imitates life, and there have been too many instances where I've experienced things that are outside of my control that just make make too much of a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've experienced things that I won't share right now on this show. Maybe I'll have an episode one day that are just too fucking coincidental to not be, and I feel that feeling in my gut, and you just know. Um, I feel like we underestimate our intuition. Our intuition is our greatest guide. It's literally your compass. Listen to your gut. Um, listen to your solar plexus. Listen to your throat. You know what I'm saying? That's, uh-huh. that's really what I do. I just try and take it all in, take a breath. I don't meditate as much as I would like to, quite frankly, as much as I used to. I keep crystals. Um, but yeah. I guess to sum it up, I just make it my own, Alice. So really, what you're comfortable with, take it, make it your own. Don't let anybody make you feel guilty for making the choices that you make as long as they don't hurt anybody. 
Don't let anybody make you feel shame for your choices as long as they don't hurt anybody. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're not manipulating people in the process, as long as you're moving through the world with love, do not let anybody make you feel less than or defeated because we have so much power. Will Smith said, we have so much power within us. We just have to realize it. That's it. (laughs) Just realize that. And there's so much that can come from that realization of, oh, wait, I don't have to wait around for somebody to give me something. I have it all within my, like within my being. And obviously as you grow and learn, you get more resources and you get more in touch with yourself and that helps, but you, you have everything you need right, right inside you, girl, you know? Um, yeah. Did you want to expand on that at all, Brendan? And then we will wrap up. I mean, you hit everything on the head there. I mean, I really ain't got much. You said who? I I started, I realized late, it's a, I'm over here nodding along and I'm like, it's a podcast, but I'm still nodding along. I'm still shaking my head because I ain't going to say nothing because she's still rolling and it is still right. I love it. I love you so much. (laughs) Well, all right then. I guess we're going to wrap up y'all. Um, Brendan, thank you so, 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 so much for your presence on this earth. Like, I don't know what I would do without you. Um, congratulations on graduating from the University of Pittsburgh. Um, (laughs) so proud of you. Yeah. And congrats on all of your acting endeavors. I'm expecting only great things. Um, even the failures, great things. You know what I'm saying? Just keep moving. That's right. Um, great. But yeah, thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Shanice, for being on this earth. Oh my goodness. You were right in in my backyard. I'm from Northern Virginia. Shanice from D.C. You were right in my backyard. I know, and I'm like, I probably done been to a party with this dude and didn't even know. Right. right. That's the wild thing. And we met in Pittsburgh. I know. It was meant to happen. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, say bye to everybody, Brendan. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to my little baritone voice for a All couple right. minutes thank follow you follow Brendan on Instagram <laughs> let them know what's your handle tell them your handle uh, Brendan Parker it is B-R-E-N D-E-N not A-N <laughs> and then P-E-I-F-E-R there you, you go know what, after this I really might change it to Brendan Kyrie because no see? one can say nothing see I really might embrace I that really and actually we won't get into that that's personal but thank you Brendan <laughs> <laughs> When Brendan is ready, we will share that story. That's right. (laughs) All right. Love you, brother. All right, everyone. Just want to thank y'all for listening. Thank Brendan for his kind words and his time. Um, We will see you on the next episode. All right. Check our description for Venmo links. We would love any change you can spare. Donate it to black women who are giving their time back to the community. Okay. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening this week. Keep on listening, liking, sharing. Please keep on sending in your questions. Um, and our link, links and uh, Venmos will be included in the description, okay? So check those and give anything you can to black women who are giving back to the community every single day, okay? Okay.